With Halloween dawn upon us, the wilderness life storytellers have some stories to share with you. Stories you have never heard. Stories you wish you would have never heard. Stories that make the hair on your hand stand up, making you wish you never hear them again in your life. If you are weak-hearted or terrified of the unknown, you should not listen ahead. Don't listen ahead. There is always a choice. The choice is stopping and not listening ahead to another gruesome story that is about to unfold. If you want to turn around, stop this recording and do it now. As children, we have had so many dreams. Dreams of growing up rich and famous, growing up and exploring the unknown. But only if the unknown was really known. Who wants to grow up to die? This story has a young man raised in America, a simple man really, just in the pursuit of the universal truth. Unlike many his age, he was in love with the library. Maybe he did have a human love, but it was hard to say. He had often spent hours in the library, cooped up, reading about shifts in tectonic plates and earthquakes and volcanoes, and how they destroyed civilization after civilization. But this story isn't about him. Rather, it is about the unexplored, the unknown, the hidden layer of death. Sir, our new professor of geology is here. Should I send him in? Yes, right, sir. Hello, Mr. Hampshire. How are you doing today? I am doing good, sir. Thank you. And please, Matt is fine. All right then, Matt. You are rather an enthusiastic man. Why would you sign up for something like this? Sir, I have been chasing the truth for years. This is my dream project, and for years, I have told my students that there are greater, undiscovered stories of the world of why things react in a certain manner. Well, chemistry, of course, but why chemistry? So you are a seeker of truth. In a way, yes. The truth may not always be rewarding, and a young truth seeker like you should not get too knee deep into the truth. I'm sorry. Pardon me. I was just saying we are really glad that you took up the offer. Uh, it's it's my pleasure, sir. Well, we really hope that this destination does not get you into trouble too far. Please report on the site at 700 Arch Shop. We look forward to working with you, Mr. Hampshire. That night, Matt couldn't sleep. It seemed rather odd. The only question in his head that would make him turn and twist in his bed all night long was why did the commander say that he hopes that he wouldn't get too knee deep into the truth? What did that mean? The question kept him up all night. The clock ticked away, and it was already the time to report. Hi, mom. 
I know it's really early. I just wanted to give you a heads up. I'll call you as soon as I'm back from the site, and I hope you have an amazing birthday. Yes, mom, I will be all right. Don't worry about me. I've got to go now. I'll call you soon. All right. I love you. I hope everyone is having a pleasant morning. Before you go ahead into the tunnel, we would require you to wear hazmat suits and carry an oxygen tank with you. The air in the tunnel is toxic and may lead into all sorts of hallucinations and your worst nightmares could come true. But as long as your masks are on your face and you do not inhale any toxic fumes, you will be safe. With you as your lead is Dr. O'Brien. He is one of the lead scientists on the case and he handpicked this team of really capable geologists zoologists botanists and the crew we wish you all the best may god be with you if only someone would have noticed the tense look on the face of mr o'brien it wouldn't have needed a genius to make out the horrors that were going to unfold as all of the crew got onto the bus matt had a feeling of uneasiness in his stomach like a gut feeling telling him something was wrong but like all great men he dismissed it the journey was rather quiet not one soul spoke the crew soon reached the entrance of what seemed like a giant hole and started their descent i would suggest everyone to please put on your hazmat suits under no circumstance are you allowed to take off your helmet it can cause a major breach to our lives the visit is going to be quick I would warn against any touching today. We have oxygen for about an hour, one hour to go and come back from this hell and from this tunnel. You were going to say something else. To please put on your helmet. The feeling inside of Matt's stomach grew stronger and stronger until he threw up. But this wasn't the end of his problem. For instantly he was blinded by a very very strong and bright light. What the So now we are entering what we on the project call the trails of strength. What you see on the other side of this light will be extremely and most definitely horrifying. But I promise you as long as we are quiet and our masks are on we will be fine. Nothing will happen. Dr. Brian wasn't wrong at all. On the other side of the trail of strength lay a beast, a beast with enormous teeth. Even a nightmare seem like an undermining word here his body was deranged and so was his face it seemed to be in hibernation no one said a word until another crew member we told you not to take off your mask oh lord what have you done why why do i feel funny <coughs> what is happening doctor doctor brian why is why, why is this happening oh dear lord What did you do? What 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 is happening to me? Is this is is this blood? Why am I crying? What what the hell is that? What the hell is that? Before anyone could realize, there was a swarm of what could be best described as bloodthirsty monsters. Hey. 
They were like sharks, capable of smelling blood from afar. They swarmed like piranhas till no one was left. Matt, who was hiding behind the rock, somehow survived the first day. All he could think of was how desperately he wanted to get back to the surface. As he ran for what was left of him, beyond the gory images of the dismembered crew and its decapitated scene, and the stream of blood that he had stepped into, something caught his leg. I'm so sorry. We have to get out of here. What is this? Where are we? I should have warned you, but they would have killed me like they killed the other scientists. You have to get out of here before it is too late for you. Please don't say that. We will both get out of here. Please don't do this. Listen, my time is done. If I return with a failed mission, they will kill me. I need you to do something for me. Who are they? Who who will kill you? Take this. Give this to my family. The address is on the paper. And don't let them know you knew about the beast. What? No. Who who is trying to kill you? What is this? What are you doing? Before Max could realize or even move another muscle, Doctor O'Brien took off his mask and suffered the same fate as others, as the swarm of the bloodthirsty demons advanced towards him, hungry for more. As Max hurried towards the entrance of the tunnel, he tripped and fell. Although he lost consciousness, he suffered a different kind of fate. He woke up in a hospital bed, trying to wrap his head around what he last remembers witnessing. He decided to confront the commander, but it was too late. It's too bad Doctor O'Brien wasn't trustworthy. We lost another good lad. Throw the bodies back into the tunnel, and make sure that the pen drive given to Mister Hampshire is completely destroyed.